0: Hello, I'm Scott Cullen, and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Baseball Podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. If you're the type of baseball fan that can't help but get giddy over prospects, we have the podcast for you. Locked On MLB Prospects, hosted by minor league play-by-play voice Aram Layton, is the only daily podcast devoted entirely to the stars of tomorrow. Follow Locked On MLB Prospects on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. So in today's episode, now that we have kind of crossed the midway point uh, of the Major League season, I thought we would take a look uh, at the the first half and the best fantasy draft value, uh, and so for players to kind of qualify for this uh, arbitrary list I've come up with, uh, we're going to go uh, position by position, uh, and they had to be in the top 300 in the preseason and then um, exceed that value because outside the top 300, I think we're looking at players who are generally waiver wire uh, pickups, and it might have been early waiver wire pickups, but nevertheless. Uh, And and part of the point uh, to going through these lists is to find out that there are lots of avenues to to finding value. I mean, uh, of course, if you draft a Fernando Tatis Jr., you're you're pretty happy with the results you're getting. Um, But there are all kinds of players who are exceeding uh, expectations uh, coming into the season. uh, And that can uh, can make a real difference for your fantasy team. So uh, let's start uh, with the hitters. uh, And a catcher, it's Buster Posey, uh, who (laughs) didn't play last season. Uh, sat out due to COVID, and now this season has 12 home runs, 28 RBIs, 35 runs scored, and is hitting three twenty eight. Now, I spend a lot of time talking about if you can get anything uh, uh, reasonable offensively out of your catcher, uh, you take it and run. Uh, but Posey hitting .328 uh, is a real difference maker. Uh, and 2016 was the last season in which Posey had more than 12 home runs. Uh, and he's already at that point now. So uh, you have to uh, kind of recognize that yes, while Buster Posey has a, a long successful career as a as a prime time uh, hitting catcher uh, that hasn't happened for a while uh, and his value coming into the season then uh, was relatively low uh, and I would say now it's it's much closer to the high end uh, behind the plate uh, at first base we've got the Angels Jared Walsh who had a, a hot spurt at the end of last season uh, and. You know, that, that would have you know, made him a bit of a sleeper candidate coming into this season. Uh, but, I mean, right now he's sitting on 20 home runs, 61 RBIs, 44 runs scored, hitting 280. Uh, I think part of the the challenge coming into the season was envisioning where he, he would get regular playing time. And uh, obviously once uh, he started the season hitting, uh, kind of picking up where he left off last year, uh, it became easier for the Angels to move on uh, from Albert Pujols. Uh, and Walsh, you know, there, there have been occasions here where he has slowed down somewhat, but, uh, you know, those numbers uh, just past the midway point, 20 home runs, 61 RBIs. I mean, if if he falls short of 40 home runs and 120 RBIs, uh, that can still be a pretty massively productive year. Uh, some other first basemen who, who would have been in consideration, Miami's Jesus Aguiar, uh, Houston's Yuli Gurriel. Uh, and uh, I, although he wasn't ranked super low, uh, rising up to, to be one of the top players in fantasy, uh, Toronto's Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Uh, has, has offered a, a, a lot of excess value compared to where he was in the preseason. Now at second base, uh, we're staying with Toronto, Marcus Semyon, uh, who didn't have a great uh, 2020 season. Uh, and really he uh, you know kind of bet on himself uh, this year in Toronto, and it's paying off. He has 21 home runs, 54 RBIs, 63 runs scored, 10 stolen bases, and a two eighty six batting average, just stuffing uh, the stats categories. He's a top 10 uh, fantasy hitter uh, this season. And so uh, Marcus Semien, you know, there would have been, uh, it's not as though he, he came from absolutely nowhere. He, he has had productive seasons before, uh, but 2020 was not great for him, and so expectations were, were relatively modest. Uh, coming into this year, and now he, like I say, he's one of the top 10 uh, fantasy hitters in baseball. A couple others at second base Jake Cronenworth from San Diego um, and Miami's Jazz Chisholm, uh, even though Chisholm's missed uh, a bit of time with injuries. Uh, so uh, there's, there's some value to be found there. Uh, at shortstop, we've got Seattle's J.P. Crawford, who uh, doesn't have much reputation with the bat, and that's, uh, that's why he is uh, really exceeded. Uh, The expectations and the thing is that shortstop uh, so many of the top shortstops uh, are kind of doing what you would uh, expect of them and so uh, and and it's tough to you know provide real excess value if if you're like Xander Bogarts you know you can move up a little bit uh, but you know Xander Bogarts probably should have been going in the first couple of rounds of of your fantasy draft so uh, Crawford Uh, has five home runs, 31 RBIs, 42 runs scored, three stolen bases, hitting .289. Now, this isn't J.P. Crawford as a superstar. It's J.P. Crawford, you know, probably a pretty nice middle infield option, uh, and you would have been able to get him really late uh, in most drafts. Uh, At third base, Colorado's Ryan McMahon, taking over from uh, Nolan Arenado, uh, and McMahon has 16 home runs, 45 RBIs, 47 runs scored. Now, he's only hitting .252, uh, but uh, the rest of those numbers... Uh, offer you a lot of value uh, and for a guy who did not come in with huge expectations. Uh, Arizona's Eduardo Escobar, another one who's, who's been productive, at least in terms of power, uh, and so that makes him uh, uh, you know, a reasonably valuable player this year uh, and compared to expectations. You know Last year was such a, a mess for Escobar uh, that uh, you know, the fact that he's back hitting uh, with legit 30 home run power uh, does you know, make him more appealing. Uh, in left field, Washington's Kyle Schwarber who in the past month has just, you know, changed his whole trajectory. Uh, But uh, he's sitting on 25 home runs, 53 RBIs, 42 runs scored, 253 batting average. As I said, he's been the hottest home run hitter uh, over the past month. Now he's also landed on the 10-day injured list with a hamstring uh, issue. But uh, Schwarber, uh, who would have come into the season with, you know, some hopes maybe that he could get back to being a 30-home run hitter. Uh, But and he's sitting on 25, just past the midway point, uh, and the batting average has improved now. It's up to 253. You probably would have come into the year expecting something in the 230 range. Uh, so Schwarber uh, has really you know, elevated his value uh, compared to where it was in the preseason. Uh, same goes for Cincinnati's Jesse Winker uh, in center field, and, and Winker... Uh, has, has shown some promise in previous seasons, kind of as a part-time player a few years ago. And then last year uh, was quite productive, but it was a shortened season, so the, the numbers didn't necessarily uh, take hold uh, in terms of what people's expectations were. Uh, and now, I mean, Winker, even even with you know a relative recent slump, uh, Winker's got 19 home runs, 49 RBIs, 56 runs scored, hitting three oh six. I mean, for a guy you would get late uh, in fantasy drafts, he's been uh, one of the most valuable uh, fantasy players all year uh, in right field uh, find your value with Manuel Margot uh, for Tampa Bay uh, now expectations would be relatively modest for Margot uh, generally because of batting average and his batting average is still only 252 this year but his nine home runs nine stolen bases 44 RBIs 32 runs scored uh, you know there's you know a shot here uh, at a 2020 season which uh, you know it, on the best case scenario, I think for Manuel Margot, uh, that might have been it, is that you would hope uh, that if everything broke right, that he might be able to get you to a 2020 season. And if uh, if he does that while, while playing regularly and, and kind of filling the other categories, uh, that's that's a lot of excess value. Uh, and at DH, oh, I wonder if there's a DH who's really exceeded expectations. Oh, you know what? The Angels, Shohei Ohtani. <laughs> He has 31 home runs, 67 RBI, 60 runs scored, 12 stolen bases, hitting two seventy seven. Remember, last year he hit uh, under .200. Uh, so, and, you know, given the injuries that he had had uh, and, and last year's kind of poor performance, you know, expectations were modest for Otani this year. Uh, it, it's not as though people were unaware of, of his ability to hit or, or his potential. Uh, but, you know, when, when you go through a couple of uh, lean years, whether it's due to injury or what have you, uh, expectations start to, Start to drift, uh, and Otani uh, has sort of responded to those expectations and uh, been probably the second most valuable uh, fantasy hitter. I think Tatis Jr. still might be uh, a, a tiny bit higher overall, but it's it's pretty close. Uh, and Otani, you know, you would have been getting him tenth round, twelfth round, fifteenth round, somewhere in that range uh, coming into the season. We come back. Uh, we're going to look at pitchers that have provided the best uh, draft value so far this season. This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning, uh, is your your Odyssey an LX or is it an EX? And wait for the person behind the counter to order the parts on their computer. Well, you have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when you use Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30%, 50%, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? For example, a Honda Odyssey fuel pump is $353 from a chain store. At Rock Auto, it's $216. That's money in your pocket. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for more than 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you can need. Brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. Go explore their easy-to-use website today. Find the solution to your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com. Right now, see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. Now to the pitchers uh, who have provided excess value uh, from the draft. And uh, again, these are guys who would have been ranked in the top 300 uh, coming into the season. So, you know, deep leagues, they may have still been drafted. Uh, but uh, they, they have vastly outpaced uh, that expectation. And so I think our number one uh, is Milwaukee's Freddie Peralta, uh, who uh, has, had been pitching out of the bullpen mostly uh, out of the past three years uh, and did not have huge expectations. It was sort of thought that he was battling Josh Lindblom for the fifth spot in the Brewers rotation. Well, as we sit here now, Peralta's 7-3, and three, has a 2.23 ERA, 0.90 whip, 12.5 strikeouts per nine. I mean, it... He's much closer to being a Cy Young candidate than he is to uh, uh, to being a uh, a fifth starter uh, on, on a major league team. So Freddie Peralta, uh, you know, comes into the year with minimal uh, expectations. Maybe you know we've seen that he could miss bats in his bullpen role, so it's not you know completely out of the blue. Uh, but uh, the fact that he's pitching like an ace, uh, just that that was unexpected. Uh, probably same could be said for San Francisco Kevin Gosman, uh, who. Not only is he pitching like uh, you know an ace for the San Francisco Giants, uh, but he's pitching like a fantasy ace, uh, one of the top handful of pitchers uh, in baseball so far. He's eight and three, one point seven four ERA, zero point eight zero WHIP, ten point three strikeouts per nine. Uh, and for all the uh, you know kind of flashes we've seen uh, from Gosman in previous seasons, uh, nothing really prepared uh, for this kind of performance. And, and it's a vast difference maker for your fantasy team uh, to take a guy you know, in the the 12th round and the 14th round. uh, And, oh, by the way, now he's the best pitcher on your staff. Uh, uh, For Miami, uh, Trevor Rogers, another guy who uh, had shown a little bit last season, but um, it was a shortened season, and, and, uh, you know, the the overall numbers still weren't uh, very alluring for fantasy. But then he had a great uh, spring training uh, where he was striking out a ton, uh, and uh, that started to draw attention. And uh, Trevor Rogers... uh, is seven and five, has a 2.22 ERA, 1.05 whip, 10.9 strikeouts per nine. Uh, and generally, he's been pretty consistent uh, throughout the year. You can almost count on uh, a game where he's getting six, seven, eight strikeouts for you uh, and you know the rest of the numbers uh, remaining solid. And in fact, if he had a little more support uh, from the Marlins, uh, that record could be even a, a touch better. Uh, Cleveland's Aaron Savali, who two years ago came up and was fantastic. Uh, last season, uh, ran into regression. Uh, and so that regression helped to lower expectations for Savali coming into this year, uh, and now he's he's on the DL currently, but uh, has been uh, fantastic uh, to this point. Ten and two, three point three two ERA, one point zero seven whip. Now he only has seven strikeouts per nine. That's uh, you know e- even uh, though he's not a huge strikeout guy, you might have expected a little bit more than that. Uh, but the ten and two record uh, is making a big difference uh, in Savali's fantasy value. Uh, the Dodgers, Julio Urias who was a star uh, in their run to the World Series last year, uh, out of the bullpen. Uh, but uh, he is, and coming into the season, there was a whole discussion about uh, the Dodgers having basically seven legit uh, starting pitchers uh, and not quite sure how everybody was going to fit in. Uh, and Urias uh, has been one of the, the most reliable uh, arms out there. Uh, and he's won 10 games as well. He's 10-3. and three. Now his ERA has, has skyrocketed a bit recently. He's up to 3.81, still not terrible, but uh, it, it had been much lower. A 1.07 whip, 10 strikeouts per nine. Uh, and so even with the ERA being up a little bit, uh, the win total uh, certainly helped uh, uh, help Urias uh, provide a lot of excess value this year. Uh, one more starter who's uh, really exceeded is San Diego's Joe Musgrove. Uh, and you know, coming over from Pittsburgh, that probably elevated some expectations for Musgrove. At the very least, he him to win more. Uh, but uh, his overall performance has been uh, substantially better than it was with the Pirates too. And, and having said that, he's still only five and six uh, in terms of record. So uh, Musgrove has, hasn't necessarily reaped the rewards of uh, pitching for uh, a real contender in, in the way you might think. He has a 2.97 ERA, 0.92 whip, 10.5 strikeouts per nine. Um, you know, guys like Musgrove and Urias and Savali, you could have got them in mid-rounds uh, in most drafts. And so, uh, you know, the, the results they're providing are a whole lot better than that. Uh, now to the bullpen, uh, I think may, maybe the the pitcher who, who you might have drafted but has really exceeded expectations is Boston's Matt Barnes. Uh, because he hasn't got a huge track record as a closer, uh, and and what he's done for Boston this year has been fantastic. He's 4-2, has 19 saves. ERA, 0.87 whip, and 15.1 strikeouts per nine. Uh, Barnes is just, he's been an elite closer, uh, and he would have been somebody you would have been able to grab uh, later uh, in most drafts. Uh, The Cubs, Craig Kimbrell, uh, turns back the clock. uh, And, you know, the past couple of seasons have been awfully rough uh, for Kimbrell. ERA up over five, sometimes over six. uh, And you, you would have been entirely forgiven for wanting to avoid Craig Kimbrell coming into this season based on that track record. Uh, but when you look at the numbers, uh, now Kimbrel is only one and two, but he saved 20 games. He has a 0.59 ERA, 0.65 whip, 15.6 strikeouts per nine. I mean, he's he's pitching like a, a vintage Craig Kimbrell here. Uh, and, and so to get that after a couple of seasons where his game had uh, gone off the rails, uh, that's how you end up uh, with him exceeding his value by, by a whole lot uh, this year. Uh, and Mark Melanson of San Diego is another one who... You know, given that he's in, in his mid-30s and he doesn't strike out a ton of guys, that expectations for him weren't uh, overly high. Uh, but Melanson is 1-1, one one, has 25 saves uh, for the Padres, a 2.270 RA. Now, 1.21 whip is fine, but it's not overpowering. Uh, and 7.6 strikeouts per nine is underpowering. And uh, and yet, uh, Melanson has been very effective. Uh, you know, you might look at that and think there's some vulnerability there, and maybe that's maybe that's the case. But through the first half of this season, uh, Mark Melanson's been an elite closer, and uh, you wouldn't have had to take him uh, terribly early in, in drafts to get him. Uh, and one, one more kind of on the on the edge here for um, fantasy value uh, for drafted pitchers was Jake McGee uh, for San Francisco. Another one you could have got relatively late. He's 3-2 and two with 16 saves for the Giants, 2.97 ERA, 0.84 whip, 10.3 strikeouts per nine. Uh, and McGee has often been pitching in a setup role, so he doesn't have these gaudy save totals to uh, lean back on in, in the way that uh, Kimbrel and Melanson uh, quite notably do. Uh, but you know, McGee, as I say, has 16 saves already. Uh, if he ends up pushing 30 saves this year, that's a, you know, a, a found value uh, in terms of uh, what might have been expected uh, of him coming into the year. When we come back, we will dig deep on the waiver wire, have some injury updates, and then look at the matchups uh, and DFS value plays for Tuesday. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season's in full swing. You can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including Major League Baseball, the NBA and the NHL are in their finals, and UFC MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device. Check out all the great sporting news, sign up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game. Teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website, betonline.ag, or use your mobile device to sign up today, receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use promo code LOCKEDON at BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Now every episode I offer up one player that is rostered in 10% or fewer of Uh, Yahoo leagues and maybe you need to race out to the waiver wire to uh, beat the competition or could be somebody you just kind of stash on your radar ready to pounce when the time is right for you. Uh, Today we're going to throw out uh, Pittsburgh outfielder Ben Gamble uh, who's been getting a chance to play uh, and making the most of it uh, culminating I suppose in yesterday's two home run six RBI effort uh, against the Atlanta Braves. Uh, Gamble started the year in Cleveland but in 46 games with Pittsburgh, he's got six home runs, hitting 256, has 795 OPS. The challenge for Gamble is securing regular playing time. But if he keeps hitting, that should do it. I mean, Pitt- Pittsburgh can hardly turn away uh, guys who are competent major league hitters. Uh, and so keep your eye on Ben Gamble. He's rostered in just 1% of Yahoo! Leagues. Now, a couple of injury updates. Uh, we got Cleveland outfielder Eddie Rosario. Uh, looks like he's headed for the injured list with an abdominal injury. Uh, could be more playing time for Oscar Mercado. Uh, in Cleveland. Uh, San Francisco starter Sammy Long headed to the 10-day injury list with a lower back uh, injury. Uh, do, does that mean that prospect Connor Menez uh, might get a shot uh, for San Francisco or would they, they swing in a bullpen game uh, to, to make up for uh, Long's absence? Uh, then we've got a, a few players who are kind of day-to-day. We've got Manuel Margot, uh, who we talked about for Tampa Bay, uh, strained hamstring, uh, Cincinnati second baseman Jonathan India with an ankle issue. Uh, Detroit Tigers outfielder Daz Cameron has a sprained toe. Uh, that that might keep him out longer than day-to-day, but that's where he is right now. Uh, and Pittsburgh outfielder and third baseman Phillip Evans uh, right now is in concussion protocol. Now let's take a look uh, at some matchups for Tuesday's games. Uh, a couple that I like. Uh, and so on betonline.ag, we've got Minnesota Twins, Jose Barrios on the mound, plus 109, against Chicago White Sox and Carlos Rodon. And Rodon has, uh, you know, been... One of the great stories through the first half of the season. Uh, but his last couple of starts, he's, he's had some cracks. You know, shown some vulnerability. Uh, and Berrios uh, is a quality uh, pitcher at home. Uh, not a bad underdog uh, to get a look at there for Minnesota. Uh, and then, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to get hurt again. Uh, Cincinnati's Luis Castillo. Minus uh, 151 uh, at Kansas City. Chris Bubich on the mound for the Royals. Uh, you know, Castillo got got destroyed his first start of the season, uh, slowly started to, to climb out of that hole, uh, got destroyed again, uh, and at that point I kind of washed my hands of him in, in terms of uh, fantasy uh, appeal this year. But he has you know been been rallying uh, again over the past month, and so now I'm uh, kind of getting dragged back in on Luis Castillo, and, and I'll, I'll inch my way back in on daily fantasy uh, or uh, on wagers. Uh, and so uh, today... Uh, Castillo minus 151 at uh, Kansas City and Chris Bubich. I don't, uh, I don't love the Royals lineup, and Bubich has been inconsistent. Uh, so uh, I'm going to take my shot here with Luis Castillo and hope that he doesn't burn me uh, this time. Thanks to betonline.ag for those odds. Let's grab some DFS value plays then for uh, Tuesday. Uh, on DraftKings, we've got uh, Blue Jays pitcher Stephen Matt to $7,800 uh, at Baltimore. Maybe not a, a sure thing, but he's a, a lot. Uh, uh, he he might save you three thousand dollars compared to some of the aces who are uh, who are going on Tuesday. Texas catcher John Hicks. Now this is if he's playing uh, against his former Detroit team. He's only twenty eight hundred dollars. Uh, Jose Arena's on the mound for the Tigers. Uh, you know, and Hicks does have three home runs in three games since getting called up to the Rangers. Uh, Baltimore, first baseman and outfielder, Ryan Mountcastle. Now he's going against Steven Matz, uh, but Mountcastle's value here at $3,900. He's been one of the most productive uh, hitters in fantasy over the past uh, month. So getting him at a discount price uh, is still well, well worth a look. Uh, Colorado second baseman, Garrett Hampson, $3,800 uh, at Arizona with Merrill Kelly on the mound. Hampson gives you, you know, a, a decent uh, power and speed combination. Uh, Cincinnati third baseman, Eugenio Suarez, who definitely has the power. Uh, the challenge is whether or not he can get his batting average uh, to, to climb. Uh, and uh, so he's only $3,900 uh, in that game at Kansas City with Chris Bubich on the mound. Uh, Chicago White Sox first baseman and outfielder, Gavin Sheets, uh, been very productive in, in the little more than a week that he's been up with the White Sox. He's $2,500 in that game against Minnesota with Jose Barrios. Uh, Philadelphia outfielder Andrew McCutcheon, $3,500 uh, going against the Cubs with Jake Arrieta. May as well stay in Philadelphia for outfielder Odubel Herrera, $3,400 going against Arietta and the Cubs. I mean, Arrieta, he's got a 5.57 ERA, 1.57 WIP. If you can find uh, value in that Philadelphia lineup, uh, have at it. Uh, second baseman Gene Segura, uh, mix him in there too. Um, because Arietta is just, uh, he, he's fading uh, after what was a, a respectable start to the season. Uh, that'll do it for today. Uh, check out the Locked On Fantasy Hockey podcast uh, as the Stanley Cup final is winding down. Uh, check out both podcasts on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, Aussie, Google Play, wherever you get your podcasts. Stay locked in with Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily source for fantasy news and analysis. Today on the Locked On Today podcast, what's the key for the Phoenix Suns in the NBA Finals? More of the sports news you need in less time with the Locked On Today podcast. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts.